Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a wild, wild Tuesday as uh, we've got a couple tweaks in the the NFL futures market as Aaron Rodgers ain't going anywhere. And Russell Wilson, the era in the Pacific Northwest is over. That gentleman right there, Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Boy, we got a lot to unpack tonight. We got a lot of college basketball to get to. Halftime just down the road at the Orleans with the number one team in all the land. Gonzaga leading on St. Mary's right now by a score of 38 to 28 at the break. They closed as a 12 and a half point favorite against the Gales. A couple other games going on as well. But Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. A couple picks. A first this year, second this year, first next year, second next year, a swap or two, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, hardly knew you, and Russell Wilson now, a Denver Broncos, Sean King. I think it really works for the Broncos. I think it really could work for the Seahawks. Because, see, you're dealing with a known, and then you're dealing with unknowns. So you have a known commodity in Russell Wilson, who's taking the Seahawks to two Super Bowls, 1-1, has had multiple MVP caliber seasons, even though he has not actually won the award. 
coming to a Broncos team that a lot of people think is a quarterback away. So they're adding a known commodity to help take them to the next level. The Seahawks have draft capital coming in return. We kind of know what Drew Locke is. That's not something you really want. I'm not even sure why they allow, <laughs> you know, that extra garbage to be placed into the beautiful package that was all of the draft picks. Noah Font, uh, he's shown flashes, very inconsistent catching the football. Uh, the defensive lineman, good young player. Having said that, what do you do with the draft picks? Mm-hmm. If you look at Seattle's history, They've kind of been extremely hit or miss on early picks, and to me that's a dangerous narrative because to me you should not miss on first and second round picks. Like if you're evaluating properly, you should be drafting guys that are going to start for your organization and be quality players. And then you take your shots later. But they've done okay, so we'll see what they do with those picks. They now have a gapping hole at the quarterback position in a draft that's not full of ready-to-play quarterbacks. Interesting how they approach that position, but it makes sense. It makes sense for the Broncos, who are in win-now mode, and in some ways it makes sense for Seattle, who I guess we can now be comfortable and feel comfortable saying is in full rebuild. Yes, I would say that is uh, as fair because they just released Bobby Wagner. be saving about 15-plus million on the cap. Just a reminder, remember this that entering this year's draft, the Seahawks didn't have a first-round pick. They gave it to the Jets for Jamal Adams. Adams. So the Jets have two top 10 picks this year uh, because Seattle was picking at 10. If they had not made that trade, uh, if ifs and buts were candy nuts, the world would be a better place, but they would have 9 and 10. So they just have 9 this year, but they do pick up the 40th overall pick as well uh, in addition to their second pick. So it looks like three picks in the top, what, 41 or so for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, But... Forget the Seahawks because they are going to be bad. It's going to be a rebuild. Uh, Broncos. The Broncos. Futures market. The AFC West. Who's the worst quarterback in the AFC West, Sean, is about to get 40 plus million dollars a year in Derek Carr. Potentially. Is that all right? Right. Stay on 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 task because that is an interesting discussion at some point. What do the Raiders do? But. The Broncos now, as you see right there, for those of you guys watching on YouTube TV or vcin.com, wherever you may be on this wonderful Tuesday, uh, Broncos line for the Super Bowl chopped in half. 25 down to 12, courtesy of DraftKings. AFC Conference, 12 down to 750. AFC West, 5 down to 250. Properly moved? I don't, not necessarily... In agreement that the Broncos, that I would take 12 to 1 on Denver to win the Super Bowl next year. Here's why they have some well known young talent. They don't have a lot of overly productive young talent. You're talking about a team last year didn't have a thousand yard rusher or receiver. So they have some guys you're familiar with, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon, just, uh, uh, released, Javon Williams. They just released uh, Deshaun Hamilton, right. the uh, former Penn State wide receiver. So they have some names that we've heard, we know from college, you know, have done some things, you know, in the National Football League, but it's not like, you know, this is Russell going to the Chiefs and he's inheriting Tyreek and Kelsey. However, I guess to play devil's advocate, right, okay. you look at Jerry Judy's dealt with some injuries uh, early on prior to the injuries, some drops, but he was playing at his best when he ultimately got hurt. 
Uh, you look at KJ Hamler, speedster. I, I think that he's the type of guy that could only flourish. Yeah, but he had five catches no, for I, 74 yards last year. Wasn't he hurt? Next year. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying they don't have talent. But what I was going to say I'm just saying the they've odds never, they've dropping. Never, they've never had Russell Wilson. But also the odds went from 25 sure. to 12. I mean, more than a 50% drop. True. I would feel more comfortable if I was going to back someone who's thinking about taking Denver to win the championship, them having more established personnel on offense. Well, I look at that defense. Uh, Talented young defense. They didn't really give up that much, right? They gave up, what, Shelby Harris? Uh, they give up Noah Fant, as you mentioned, but I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Albert O, the uh, the tight end. He's better. I He's better that, than Fant. Yeah, you've talked to some people, and, and they, they're bigger Bigger believers there. Um, Javante Williams, they spent a second-round pick on him last year, uh, the running back out of North Carolina. And I think Melvin Gordon, I would assume he's probably on his way out. But he's still a solid player. I mean, Patrick Sertan on defense. Uh, they have really good young players. I mean, really good young players. But you also remember, they have a first-year head coach now, Nathaniel Hackett coming in from Green Bay. So you've got a yeah a first-year head coach, uh, Dealing with um, one of the better young secondaries in the NFL. Yeah. In Sertain, uh, Fuller, Jackson, you know, but again, all I'm strictly to put context on what I'm saying, it's about the odds dropping to plus 1,200. I don't see that when I look at Denver. I see a much improved Denver team. If I'm the owner, I see a product, even though I'm potentially selling the team very soon, I can raise ticket prices, I can create new excitement, oh. and I can sell. Super Bowl, but Did when you, you really peel back some of the layers, they're still behind Buffalo. They're still behind Kansas City. They're still behind Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh can get a quarterback, they're behind Baltimore. So this doesn't catapult them, in my opinion, to I would top push, three in the AFC. I would push back on Pittsburgh with the quarterback. Well, first off, what quarterback is Pittsburgh getting? Well, I don't, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Russell Wilson's now in Denver. Who could they get? Deshaun Watson, you know, he's like a mythical creature right now. Yeah, I don't think Deshaun, I don't think that offense needs, I mean, heck, they made the playoffs last year with Ben. With the way Ben was playing last year, they made the playoffs the with Broncos Ben. The Broncos won, what, eight games? Absolutely. With, with Drew Locke and Absolutely. Teddy Bridgewater. So you add in a guy whose war is probably three or four wins. So uh, Eric Eager is going to join us uh, bottom of this hour. We'll talk to him. I want to. I want to dive a little bit deeper. Also, the Packers, what this means, the stability there. Uh, so we'll do a little bit more of that. But we have a couple minutes left in this opening segment. So uh, let's just touch base on uh, on some of the games that are going on right now. Uh, mentioned uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Uh, Cigar both, bet on the way. Both Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Oh, poor, oh! Um, About to be a four-point game. Did not cover last night. Uh, by the way, that that might be your worst cigar bet you've ever made. I, they were minus 450 to win this conference. I couldn't believe that when you said it. I don't know and, what was worse. And you I, know what? Villanova <laughs> over under six and a half is hey, pretty bad, too. Hey, watch this. Uh, St. Mary's scores right here. It's a four-point game. So Okay. Yeah. My bad. Might be a three-point game. Oh, there you go. Buckets! Oh, he missed it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Continue on. Did you know they had a double bye to the semifinal? Yes, I did. Oh, by okay. the way, uh, Gonzaga's up 38-32 on St. Mary's with a little over 17 minutes left in the second half of this contest. And I saw, oh, yeah, that's an offensive foul. I see a Gonzaga run not happening and a St. Mary's All right, you want to double, double down on our cigar bet? On the way. 
See, why are you always trying to take advantage of me? Just stay with the bet well, we have. You're, you're trying to peacock and say that I was you're on the right side, uh, and it wasn't a charge. I'm just updating the folks position. on reality well, of what's you, going you on. You told them the wrong foul. You said it was an offensive well, I foul. I thought it definitely was. Gonzaga, this was blind. Gonzaga still got the ball. All right, so Gonzaga leading 38-32 at St. Mary, against St. Mary's. Excuse me. This game happened in, down the road at the Orleans. Uh, the Summit League going on right now. This is a, to a lot of people of interest. Uh, South Dakota State is a team that – Many people, including yours truly, have kind of targeted as a potential upset lurker uh, in the early rounds of the NCAA tournament. If they're able to win this game, they're not getting in if they lose and they lead by three. Uh, I have a South Dakota State Delaware who cashed earlier today over the lucky Seahawks uh, money line parlay. So we just need South Dakota State who is laying six to win this game. So they lead by five now. A uh, handful of auto bids handed out tonight. Yeah, congratulations. Wright State beats Northern Kentucky. Sorry, Jared. Yeah, that hurt. Bellarmine beats Jacksonville. And the dumbest <clears throat> rule maybe in college athletics, the transition to Division One. I. I don't know who they're helping, but uh, that means Jacksonville State, Sean, is now headed to the NCAA tournament, the regular season champs of the A-Sun. And then... What does this shirt say? Cash and tickets is what it's all about. The Bryant Bulldogs coming on home. NEC champions. What an environment. Happy for that program. Extremely unfair to uh, Wagner. Why is it unfair? I just, good Lord. You need to rig the field for your best team. I mean, the floor was shaking. The environment was so crazy. Good. They're a one-bid league. What, do you want to go to a, a neutral environment? No, I want to go to break. Why are you salty? <laughs> Why didn't you tail? Tail Jared's picks. <laughs> this is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in, in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 uh, challenge today at zen.com slash 10. At ZYN.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Our good friend, Eric Eager, is going to hang out with us for a couple of segments. Not in studio like his partner in crime, George Tahuri, who hung out yesterday. Uh, by the way, there's just been so much going on. Uh, we might not even be able to get to it today, but a a shift in the NFL draft market today uh, as now because of the uh, Jaguars tagging their left tackle, now the market believes they will not go tackle with the first overall pick. So uh, certainly something to uh, discuss a little bit later on. Gonzaga leading at St. Mary's 44-36 to at the under-12 
media timeout. Uh, we've got South Dakota State up six on North Dakota State. That's right on the number. Uh, that one uh, taking place in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the Summit League Championship. A total of six auto bids going to be handed out today in college basketball. But, I mean, the, the West Coast Conference Championship is essentially doesn't matter uh, because both of those teams are locks to be in the field, both St. Mary's and Gonzaga. But four bids already handed out today. One more to come here uh, in uh, in a matter of moments with South Dakota State and North Dakota State and Gonzaga and uh, St. Mary's wrapping things up. Any hockey plays today before we jump back into the NFL? Yeah, I have the Caps tonight. Uh, they're down 1-0. I like the flow of the game. Um, they're putting pressure on the Flames. I thought it was a good spot for a rested uh, Caps team that, you know, if they want to have a say in the playoffs, they've got to string some wins together here. So we'll see. Not often that betting against the Flames is a good thing. They're one of the hotter teams. But you got to pick your spots when you can find value. And uh, I like the Caps, you know, as a dog tonight. So we'll see. We got we need the Caps to come home. Yep. And uh, so is that it for you? Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for Pucks or Damas. Cheering for my Caps. All right. I like it. All right. Let's get back to the biggest news, just massive news of the day and uh, we, we hit on the Broncos. Let's jump to what this means for the Packers. Not a ton of movement, but a little bit of movement uh, in the market because there was some uncertainty. It felt like Sean, it was trending towards them bringing Aaron Rodgers back. Then we get the news that he is indeed coming back. The money. We don't know. Uh, there was a report from Ian Rappaport saying 200 million bucks. Then Aaron Rodgers said, it's not true. But he did say he will be back with the Green Bay Packers. They have tagged Devontae Adams, uh, which is no shock. Yesterday on this show, and I I agreed, but you said he would be back, and Mm -hmm. I I agree. He's afraid to leave. But do you think this makes them any more viable to win the Super Bowl or come out of the NFC? No. No. They still have the same existing issues they had last year. Okay, now all of the onus goes on re-signing Devontae Adams, correct? Think about how much cap space Adams and Rodgers take up. You already felt the impact on the defense because they've had let Zedaria Smith go. Now, the narrative in the debacle, because that's what the playoff game was, was a debacle when they lost at home to a 49ers team that they were favored over and they only scored one touchdown, which was on the first drive of the game, didn't, didn't put up any points the remainder of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, didn't put up the, a touchdown. Right. The, the narrative was he doesn't trust anybody but Devontae. Mm-hmm. So once he has signed this monster deal, we'll tell you, man, you win three MVPs, and you're not going to hear me say he's not worth every penny of it. But he's obviously not been a playoff caliber MVP. He's been the regular season MVP. So that elite level performance hadn't really parlayed itself in the postseason. And when you dig a little deeper, what's the weakest division in the NFC? It's the one that the Packers reside in. Uh, Still, Detroit uh, has, Detroit has been in a two-decade rebuild. I mean, Chicago. It's not though, like the NFC East is world beaters. Right. At the same time, the NFC East is not playing their quarterback 50 million bucks over there either. So I'm just uh, talking about for the allocation of the, assets. The combination of Dak and, and Zeke is a lot of money. Right, right. A, a, yes, yes, absolutely. But Dak also played on a very team-friendly deal 
initially on his rookie deal. And I will say this, though, real quickly. We don't know the specifics. The initial Pat McAfee, who is apparently, you know, he's yeah. Aaron Rodgers' buddy, who, by the way, They're I thought text buddies or something. Wes Reynolds had a great tweet today, our own Wes Reynolds, which was McAfee was getting all in his feelings when he didn't initially get credit for breaking the news. And that's fine. He, he deserved credit. He broke the news, right? But you can't play the I want credit for breaking the news side, but then when you get criticized for not asking hard questions, say, well, I'm not a journalist. Right. So you can't play both sides there, Mr. McAfee. Just, uh, I thought Wes... Had Listen, a, he just trying to get more likes and followers. Let, let him live. Oh, he's, he's doing quite well. Yeah, let he, him live. He, he's, living, he's living large so anyways, right now. As I, as I put a yeah. period on my point, how do they upgrade in the areas where the narrative said they needed to upgrade? How do they go out and get a second elite receiver? Somebody that Aaron trusts. Now that all the cap space is now taken up by Adams and Rodgers, which that's fine. But I don't think their outlook next year is any better than it was this year. Well, I uh, just look, you're not going to get great value on the Packers. Um, Russell Wilson didn't make the playoffs last year, so him leaving the NFC doesn't really affect the odds. By the way, Seattle as an organization won't get a lot of credit for this, but it's deserving. This may be the new pathway to establishing a consistent run and then resetting before it's you're at the point of no return. By this, I mean they drafted Russell Wilson in the third round. Mm -hmm. He was on a very team-friendly deal. He took them to two Super Eventually, he got paid. He still thinks he should be paid more. Right. Took them to two Super Bowls. Should have won both. Won one, eight playoff appearances, and now, after 10 years of relevance and what people would say a heck of a run for an organization, they're flipping Russ for two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and a fifth, plus three young players. This may be the pathway that teams have to start attempting to duplicate because where you get in trouble is – when you've kind of reached almost the end of the road with the familiar superstar quarterback that you have, but you can't get better around him if you pay him what he's actually worth, and then you spend the next two, three years of kind of that gray existence where we're relevant because we have a named player, but we're not really relevant because our roster from 1 to 22 and then from 23 to 53 isn't good enough to really win a championship. It's what I tell you at Green Bay all along. If the If the – Seattle Seahawks got two ones, two twos, three players, and a four-fifth swap. Imagine what Green Bay would have got for Rodgers. Yeah, I agree. But if you're Green Bay, they, I just don't think they're winning it next year. So Green Bay, by the way, uh, yeah, I know St. Yeah. Mary's is playing really well. Okay, yeah. uh, three-point game. Um, Green Bay was the number one seed, right, for a third consecutive yeah. year. No, sec- I know it's second. Because they were home. Yeah, in second consecutive. Because right. they lost to San Francisco three years ago. Yeah. But second straight year, 13-3, three straight years. It's a product of their division. But here's the issue. Like, if you're there, you can't just hit the reset button. The goal is to win championships. You're not winning a championship in Green Bay for many, many years. And clearly, this is a sign that Jordan Love isn't any good. I mean, it's, it's a pretty big indication. They traded up to get him. And he's there. Now, Aaron I'm not Rogers- going to let people put that out there on him. I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Just because the person that – and I'm a person that thinks they should have moved on. 
I just think it would have been the perfect time to reset. I mean, you're never going to have two superstar players that you can get the amount of assets back in return. I think the three players that Denver was willing to add in to two ones, two twos is what's really important here. Because depending on the roster, I mean, you're getting three young players, salary cap friendly yeah, numbers. Yeah, three young players. Noah, Noah Fant is. He caught 68 balls last year. Okay. Now, I might not be in love with him because I think he drops Drew the Locke ball too stinks. much. Yeah, I just think. Drew Locke stinks. I think Drew Locke was more of a culture thing. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. And then. Because they don't have anybody but. And uh, a defense alignment. Uh, the only guy, the kid from, from West Virginia, Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they need yeah. a quarterback. No, I'm not saying they shouldn't have had him, but I, I think that the Denver, if, if, if you're trying to move on, get what you can get for him. So Denver, you know, Seattle got what they could have got. If I'm Green Bay and we're right there and we believe it, I'd rather see a team go all in than say, you the know. The best thing Green Bay has said. going for them is the fact that the, the division they play in stinks. I, that is that is. Fact. I mean, they've had Rodgers you know for how long? You they, know who played? They haven't, been, they haven't been in the Super Bowl since 2010. You know what who played? Do you know who played in a crappy division? The New England Patriots. How'd that work out for him? Talk to Eric Eager next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage. Starting with Sunday with six hours of free live video streaming on VSIN.com, including the full bracket reveal, opening lines for every game, the VSIN college hoop experts, Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, JVT, myself. We will all be here to analyze every game and discuss with the bookmakers making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with the VSIN College Hoop experts on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on VSIN for free. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Got two college hoop games going on right now. And Ooh, hell of a game going on just down the road. Let's go, Gales. Zags up. 52 to 49. One more free throw to come. St. Mary's down 10 at the break. Let's go, Gales. Battled back. And uh, South Dakota State has just regained the lead under six minutes to go in the Summit League Championship. South Dakota State, if you look at uh, bracketmatrix.com, uh, right around a 12 seed. So we will see. But a hell of a game uh, unfolding there at the Orleans as uh, St. Mary's, man, they've got Gonzaga's number. They're playing them tough again. Uh, after beating them on the in the regular season finale. So we'll keep an eye on these games. So let's bring in our next guest. Uh, he is Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Check out the PFF forecast. His uh, partner in crime is here in Vegas. You know, before we get into the news of the day, how did you not get on assignment two? We didn't get PFF forecast on the road. I mean, you got gypped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was at the Combine uh, <laughs> last week. I uh, got to see. I, I was surprised I had a picture with Bruce Gradkowski, Sage Rosenfels. I, I wish I would have gotten Sean King to sort of complete, like, the the back of quarterback, like, sort of trifecta there. Um, and then I, I went to MIT for uh, the Sloan Conference. So I'm pretty much wiped. I don't even know in my old age if I could, um, you know, if I could even do another trip. 
See, let me let me correct something here because Eric obviously he's he's a new guy, new age, you know, analytics guy. <laughs> they don't let the brothers be backup quarterbacks, bro. I mean, either we're starting or we're cut. We don't get to do the Bruce Gradkowski, Sage Rosenfels, like you were the backup ten in year, Arizona, right? ten year backup deal. <laughs> I started. I was there for a year. I started half of it. <laughs> yeah, I, that I, that is uh, that, that's certainly that's certainly desire true. on the bottom of the picture. Two great backups, one that desired to be, never got a shot. <laughs> Uh, Eric, we got a lot to get to, and you're, you've been kind enough to uh, agree to do a couple of segments with us here tonight, so we appreciate that. Uh, but let's start with, obviously, the uh, the massive news of the day that uh, Noah Fant is a Seattle Seahawk. I mean, stunning uh, news there. Uh, but 68 catches. Go on the other side, uh, some guy named Russell Wilson got traded for him. The odds got chopped in half, and, you know, you are one who really – focuses on the market mathematically was this an overreaction to based off of Russell Wilson's you know war and everything that he's you know accounts for was this the proper move in the marketplace to go to right around 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl yeah so we had Wilson he was worth about four and a half wins above replacement in 2020 2021 sorry 2019 2020 was about three and a half uh and then last year was about one and a half redealt not only with some injuries, but also, um, you know, ineffective play when he came back. Um, you know, I would say he's probably, I mean, you could probably earmark him for about three and a half wins, you know, put him over a, a quarterback like Bridgewater a lot. That's adding about two and a half wins. Their preseason total last year was eight. So I would, you know, in that difficult division, I'd probably put their season win total at 10. Um you know that that puts them in a decent mark. I, I be that as it may, I think that the the best bet in that division is now uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at you know four to one or so, or, uh, nine to two even in some places. Um, you know he, I, I think Herbert is still the second best quarterback in that division. And um, you know if you don't like the Chiefs at plus one twenty, uh, you know I think a, a pretty good bet is the Los Angeles Chargers. I think right now the Broncos are probably a little overvalued. You know, Eric, I have an interesting take on this. And, you know, it's a copycat league. You hear people say that all the time. So now teams are going to run out and try and, you know, duplicate what the Rams did. You know, if we can get veterans and, you know, give up draft picks. But look at it as far as the Seahawks organization. They drafted Russell Wilson in the third round. So they got a very team-friendly contract for their quarterback for the first quarter basically of his career there they ended up going to two Super Bowls eight playoff appearances basically a 10-year run that any organization would trade out that's not named New England and maybe Kansas City do we, we see more teams now when they're forced to extend that quarterback for the third time for big money decide to move him and kind of do a soft reset because of the assets that you can get back well, I, I think that the ultimate thing is it's really difficult to win with a quarterback who's on a veteran deal, right? Um, and it's almost impossible to rebuild around a quarterback who's who's on a veteran deal. And, and I think that that's what Seattle's finding out. I mean, even like you think about, you know, this is a much lesser player in my opinion, but if you look at, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, for example, the Vikings are trying to decide whether to build around him 
or to to let him go. You know, when a quarterback doesn't elevate the play of those around him, it's really hard to sort of throw in kind of like lower tier assets when the guy's going to end up making now in the current NFL 40 to 45 million. Um, you know, and, and so I do think a reset's in order. The the hard part is, you know, it's really hard because when you go back in, um, you know, you end up having to take what's going to be a lesser quarterback and you have to deal with the cost benefit analysis of doing that. Um, so it, it, it's not easy. I, and I don't you know, sort of envy these teams that have to make that decision. Um, but generally speaking, if you look like even look at the Colts, you know, in 20, 2012, you know, they were two and 14 in 2011. They get rid of Peyton Manning to go with Andrew Luck. And when the guy comes in making you know, a rookie tier deal, you can build, a, you know, a, a, a group around him using, uh, you know, uh, the salary cap space you have. So th that to me is, I think, where, you know, the, the league is going. And unfortunately, I think that's going to mean quarterback movement for guys like, you know, uh, Wilson and, and, and obviously, you know, uh, Brady. And then I think eventually Dak and guys like that who, um, you know, sort of are right on that edge of making a lot of money but being on teams that are not necessarily as good as they were when they were on rookie deals. Now, switching gears just a little bit, we have Eric Eager here from Pro Football Focus. Let's move to Jacksonville because the draft market changed, not drastically, but significantly when the announcement came out that the Jaguars had franchised for the second year in a row their all-pro tackle, Cam Robinson, how many times when a team decides to franchise a specific position has that team then gone on and still utilized a first-round pick at said position? Do you have that information in front of you? Does it happen all the time or, or never, or is it a random thing? Yeah, I think it's more of a random thing. I think this one in particular, um, there's a lot of options where – you know, like you said, Evan Neal was the favorite, uh, and, uh, and overwhelmingly so for a while. He ends up being um, now an underdog to Aiden Hutchinson. Interesting thing with Aiden Hutchinson is he would come in, possibly replace Josh Allen after Allen would leave on on a deal, or um, you know, or they would be you know paired together. I think um, th that one's also tricky. But you know, the interesting thing with offensive line is like. You know, he can play like left guard. He could go play right tackle. They actually did pretty good at right tackle last year as well. So maybe a little bit of interesting you know, context there. Um, but yeah, I, it, it it was interesting because all the talk when I was at the combine was whether or not it'd be Iki Iquanu or uh, Evan Neal. And now like, I think it's shifted a little bit. Um, there's always also the the possibility that they make a trade. Um, you know, I don't necessarily know if that's going to work because, you know, the draft is, you know, there's seven and a half is the betting line right now for the number of offensive linemen to go in the first round. And most of them are tackles. So I don't think he's going to have a market, but it, it does add interesting context to this entire situation for the Jaguars at pick number one. And Eric, we're going to hold you over for another segment. So I'm going to hold that offer for Aaron Rodgers. But in the final minute of this segment, do you think this is a bit of a smokescreen? Do you look at Neil or you know, Equanu and say, maybe there's a little more value or, you know, even as Sean was saying yesterday to George, uh, like I said, only about 45 seconds, Kayvon Thibodeau, could he now sneak into that number one race? Yeah, I think, right. I think Thibodeau is probably worth a bet um, yeah. at a, at a longer odds, especially if you got Hutchinson at longer odds, especially if you got Neil at longer odds uh, or Equanu at long, like, I think you're building a portfolio, which you really don't want to do now is take a guy who's a favorite, right? Like right. I oh, think yeah. that that's probably the, the the biggest the biggest place where you could be stuck 
hanging on to a lot of minus 120s right now. All right, he is Eric Eager. He is uh, he's the man, and he's uh, decided to hang out with us for a couple of segments. Uh, such a sucker. How do, how do we do this? We get good people, nice people. They're going to hang out with us for multiple segments. It's all because of me. Yeah, that is true. Eric Eager hanging out with us for another segment. Follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, Poops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel. Hey, my name's on the street. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only 19 bucks, folks. VSIN.com slash madness. Speaking of madness, a team that many people will keep an eye on if they get in the field is South Dakota State trying to put away North Dakota State, and they just made Done deal. a free throw. Up four, 30 seconds. What could go wrong? <laughs> Such a mush. As Eric Eager laughs on the other side. Gonzaga, 68-59 right now. A little in-show bet on this one. I just need the Zags to win. And they've... Uh, Tried to stretch it a little bit here. But we have Eric Eager, uh, who's on the other side, at PFF underscore Eric, who is uh, who's just not only just a – I mean, he, look, his expertise, obviously, is uh, is the NFL. We're going to get to that in a moment. But, but you're big college hoops better or just all things better, pretty much? No, I, I'm not really. I, I But, you know, I bet NFL, college football. I'll bet basically any new league. So if you want to have me on during the USFL <laughs> days, I will certainly do that. In fact, AAF and XFL – uh, I was really sad when they when they left um, because they were they were money makers for me. Um, and then I, I bet WNBA in the summers. And then I basically uh, let's just say like I either tail or fade people on Twitter that I I'm where I notice trends and <laughs> and if I need a little action I'll just uh, I'll put it you know twenty five dollars or something now. On the- now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous if Eric's like what category? No no no. I, I no. I, when I said somebody, I, I did not. I, I always bet with you. Um, but, That's okay. But some... Look, I don't always win. It's fine. I thought he called you. A, I, I thought you said you no. had expertise. Look, oh no, it's uh, no. It's me and Eric usually think similarly. And and as for our our Washington o, uh, under bet, when everyone was betting the over, we said no, no, no. Under is the way to go. Well, come on, Fitzpatrick got hurt week one. I'm oh, so the forty year old who Sean, was shirtless at a Buffalo Bills game. I you mean, think I think I, I think Heineke had a really rough stretch. Chase Young had a sack before he got. I hurt. was probably uh, I probably will as because we started right about around time yep. for full comprehensive NFL talk, and I probably was the only person that wasn't as high on Chase Young and that defense. Well, you were in Chase, no, no, no. but I kept Eric and I, I remember when we had Sean Merriman here, and I said, you know. 
they look good, but I, they haven't really done it. Well, they, and as as Eric pointed out on you know his podcast in August, and we talked about it on this show too, it was like they and Eric, you could point it out like. They were a paper tiger. They would beat up on the bad teams, and they would get big numbers against those teams. And then when you actually looked at the good teams they played, they stunk last year And the only reason, and I'm not trying to make uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick out to be like the next Tom Brady or anything, but it's the reason he has Fitzmagic in his name. Like, he would have accounted for at least probably two more wins. Come on. At least. Come on. Because that's the kind of guy he was. I mean, he's going to have a four. He would have handed away two games. He's right. He's very Carson Wentz-like. All right. We wasted way too much time on a guy who's probably not going to be in the league this year. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, the NFC just keeps losing great quarterbacks in Russell Wilson, but the Seahawks weren't a playoff team last year. Rodgers back. We don't know the, the, the contract confusion on Twitter. A lot of money, and then no, there's no whatever. He's coming back. Devontae Adams is tagged. When you look at the Packers, are they a team to bet on in the futures market? I think... You know, I got some of them, and granted, like, this is what sports betting is about, right, guys? When you're looking at, you know, getting information and, and getting out ahead of it, like, I got some Packers this morning when I, you know, sort of started to get some information. I got them at minus 167 to win the division. Um, you know, I think it's now, it's probably going to end up, what, minus 300 by the time it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you think that way, and I do, um, especially if the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins or something like that, then yeah, I think they're worth a bet here. I, I saw earlier it was minus two twenty-five on DraftKings. Um, maybe that's even gone a little bit. Yeah, there, there it is, right there. So yeah, I mean, I think that's worth a sprinkle. I certainly, unless you're going for a real long shot like Detroit, I, I think um, you know the NFC North is is Green Bay or nothing for the betting market standpoint. Um, you know, Rodgers to win MVP. I mean, you got to be careful with that, right? We haven't had a multiple-time MVP winner of that magnitude since I either Manning or Favre, right? And so to win three in a row would be uh, – the, the issue is, is obviously these are somewhat independent events, but the, the voters get MVP fatigue on players. So I don't necessarily know if I'd vote for MVP. Uh, you know, Super Bowl is probably advisable given how silly the NFC is as far as, um, you know, uh, strength. Um, so yeah, they're they're a team to bet on. Uh, I'd monitor how they end up, you know, dealing with all their all their issues with Adams and stuff like that. Um, but they're, they're certainly a team to bet on. Talking to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus at PFF underscore Eric. We touched on a little bit, but I, I do want to jump back because I know you love betting uh, the NFL draft, and you were there uh, at the uh, at the combine. So you know, outside of the number one pick, uh, we're starting to see some other markets pop up here. Uh, at DraftKings, you know, quarterback prop. You know, this is one, I'll be honest, very frustrating to me because we were looking at it. It was like plus 150 for Malik Willis to go, the first quarterback. It wasn't offered here in Vegas. Another shop had plus 110. I didn't pull the trigger. Now he's minus 165. So when you look at that market, minus 165, Kenny Pickett plus 185, Sam Howell 15 to 1. Desmond Ritter, someone who your uh, colleague George Shahuri really likes at twenty-five to one uh, to be the first quarterback selected, is the is the value all zapped away on Malik Willis, or are you pretty confident he he's the first quarterback selected? I, I do. I think the, a team like Pittsburgh is going to trade into the top ten and take him, like the the Chiefs did with Mahomes. It's very similar trajectory where 
you know, early on in the process, everybody thought Mahomes is maybe a first round pick. The Chiefs clearly had their eye on him. They were smitten with him. And then once everybody started to realize he was really good, the Chiefs had to move up, move him out and to get to 10 to get him. I think Pittsburgh is like Willis all along, and I think they're going to do what it takes to move. They, they moved from 20 to 10 to get Devin Bush in 2019. I think they'll do something similar there. Um, you know, I have Ritter at 40 to 1. I have Willis at at plus 150 for, you know, in one book, book the max. So yeah. I'm certainly uh, a, a confident that, that Willis will be first overall uh, from the quarterback position. But I think, you know, there is some merit to hedging uh, with with uh, Pickett at this point. I just don't necessarily know if the teams view Pickett as the best quarterback. I think he's viewed as a good prospect, kind of in that Mac Jones, kind of, you know, not a high ceiling, but a high floor type of player. Um, but generally speaking, the teams don't prefer those quarterbacks first. They prefer guys, I think, with tons of upside. Uh, and Malik Willis, I think, showed at the combine whether, you know, I, I just think it's part of him being from Liberty is, is all. But, like, you know, he showed at the combine that, like, you know, he he's the real deal. And I and I, I sort of think that he'll he'll go quite high. I, I actually think he's a top 10 kind of prospect. I'm I'm really interested to see if I haven't seen it already where his his uh, over under number is. Yeah, he has the most impressive incompletion I've ever seen, Eric. You are such a hater. Oh, by the way, another 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 cigar bet, Eric, that he's going to lose is Malik Willis will be a first round pick. Uh, that was uh, oh, no. yeah, that was a good one that I that I made. Yeah, we but. made this during the regular season. This when Matt Corral and Sam Howell and the crew were. And I like Malik Willis. I don't think he's ready to play next year, but I like him. Yeah. If you if you've got a I situation, took, he can I took develop. a flyer on him at seventy five to one to be the first pick. Do I think it'll happen? No, but. I don't know. Crazier things have happened, and someone could get nuts and trade up. Maybe there's smoke that Detroit's going to pick a quarterback. Uh, we're chatting with Eric Eager. Anything in the wide receiver market? I don't know if you've seen these odds yet. They popped up today uh, at mm -hmm. DraftKings. First wide receiver selected. Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State's the favorite, plus 120. A uh, guy I love, even though he's a dirty Trojan, is uh, uh, Drake London out of USC, plus 150. Uh, Burks, 6-1. to one. Jamison Williams uh, probably would have been the first pick if or first wide receiver if he didn't tear his ACL eight to one Olave ten to one. So in the final minute here, Eric, anything in the wide receiver market that you grabbed or you know while you were at the combine there was some buzz about these wide receivers. I think Wilson yesterday when these markets opened, London was the favorite. I think it was one ten plus one ten, and uh, Wilson was plus one seventy. So you're seeing already movement towards Wilson um, to get him to that top spot. Burks was probably the favorite going into the weekend. But he wasn't as as impressive, you know, testing out. So, you know, I, I sort of agree with the, how it's stacking right now. But wide receiver is another one where when you don't have a top 10 player, much like two years ago where Henry Ruggs went first, when you don't have a top 10 player, don't bet the favorite because some team's going to do something weird and pick a wide receiver that fits their scheme better um, and, and might not actually be the best player at the position. So that's a tough handicap. Well, game is ending in uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Great stuff, Eric. Potential bad beat alerts. Uh, but, Eric, no bad beats with you, man. Always a pleasure. Appreciate the uh, multiple segments tonight. Of course, guys. Uh, you're the best. Talk, take care. There he is. PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. It's the Nightcap.